0: Welcome back to Move to Germany with Ease, the podcast that brings you real-life stories and valuable insights from experts who have successfully relocated to Germany. Today we're delving into the diverse life of our guest Luto Gorte. While Luto excels as a real estate recruitment specialist in Frankfurt and shines on the rugby field in the German Rugby Bundesliga, today we'll be exploring his altruistic side. Luto passionately champions community upliftment and discusses his recent project, the Do It For The Kids campaign. He shares the significance of giving back to our formative communities, the power of networking for such causes, and how anyone can initiate change even without vast resources. Lastly, the co-founder of Move To Germany With Ease gives simple tips on making a difference in your hometown and beyond. Enjoy the episode. Today on the show, we have um, we have Ulu Togot, someone who's also from home and living in Germany. So uh, welcome to the show, brother.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Tumelo. I appreciate it. Um, it's good to be here. It's, it's good to to be in touch with someone who has this kind of platform.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, um... When, when we got in contact about this episode, I thought, wait, are we going to speak about rugby or what? in what angle are we going to go? And then I found out the amazing work that you do um, whenever you go home and the, the relationships you've built with the corporates this side so that you can uh, fund and make sure that you get resources for your NGO. Can you tell us a little bit about how you manage to make sure that your, your presence here? uh expands only like more than just your own benefit and make sure that you try and reach back and give back to where you come from
1: yeah i mean uh thank you so uh i'll, I'll touch base in kosa in english because i think you know when when i speak about the NGO uh the NGO it's called do it for the kids um mm, yes. i speak from you know not just on just helping but from personal experience of understanding in of understanding you know, you know, because, yeah, yeah. you know, what what kind of triggered the, the, the NGO aspect was still when I was in South Africa. I started it there where I realized that, you know, the focus of all economic states or, you know, mishaps in life affect children specifically, you mm-hmm. know, and they have no cry to help because they cannot just go get a job or get school shoes or all those kind of things. And I then, while I was still back home, I partnered, I partnered with a company I was working for, Remax, um, in donating school uniforms to a primary school I actually went to, kualaanga Um, I donated as Masa Primary School of Manishete Scholar, and it was just such a moving experience for me because you know, I played rugby throughout my life. I'm a rugby player. And I've always had to use other people's boots and, 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 and all those kind of things. And as, as a child, I always felt, you know, I don't deserve this position. I understand my parents are trying, but I personally do not deserve and all those kind of things. And it, stuck, it struck me because after donating that i moved over here and i was so determined to to do the same to continue with that part of my life because giving back for me is not about having in order to be able to give back it's about recognizing the need of supporting others who are younger than you who are incapable of supporting themselves and that's when i came up you know with the continuous idea to partner up with you know more structured firms who who have or corporate companies who have the ability and who simply need a charitable organization to engage with in giving back, you know and in my career of of rugby and also you know, corporate side, I then partnered with a business uh, called Colonel Global, global business based in London to donate to is called then Cape um, and it was just an overwhelming project because we did it within a month in August when I was home mm. and it was just a resounding success and then from there we thought, you know, let, let, let's grow it, let's continue let's continue to do it for the kids and that for me has been the primal drive in work with corporate businesses now we we working with a new business which I'll tell you more about as we discuss in the podcast but yeah, um, yeah that's, that's been the overall impact of Do It for the kids, not only for me, but for the kids, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and one thing that I've noticed, like I myself am guilty in, in it as well, is the fact that when we get employed by these companies or organizations that we work for, we, we sometimes don't like, feel like if we would ask for, for, for things like those, for them to support some of the, the initiatives that we're involved in, we'd be asking for too much. So we just keep to our job even though at the back of our hearts, we have some good initiatives that we know that could give back to where we come from or help other people that are in need. How how did you overcome the fact that you kind of like asking them to go an extra mile? They already giving you your salary or your pay, but now you're asking them to give even more. Like how how do you overcome that first step of saying, look, I'm doing this because I believe in it and I'm not bothering them. And if they say, no, it's it's not a problem. I can ask the next company or whatever. You know, I'll tell you where,
1: for me, I overcame that. It stems from mm-hmm. in a sense that being the only black person in a room full of, you know, let's say, I have to say white people or people of different races, yeah. you you first, it overwhelms you, and then you know, you overcome it because you start to realize I'm I, I, I'm in this position because I've put myself in this position, and there's things that i learned as i as i advance in my career being mostly the only black person in the room is that you've got to you've got to make an effort always to 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 send down the ladder you know to not only create an elevator situation where you say but to send down the ladder far beyond because one thing yes you're an employee But you've got to understand, you're a business within a business, you know, Mm. and that also then teaches you as Ndumnyama that you cannot just stick around and just be an employee. You know, you can add value to yourself, you can add value to the company, you can add value to where you come from, you know, and that for me was the driving force because I could not wait for or for them to think well this is a black person and he comes from this environment or he comes from africa they, they were to, for example they were totally shocked when i showed them the village i come from mm. how it looks like what we have and they're like how did you make it out of here and i was like i it's not a wonder story there's so many of us that have done this you know <laughs> yeah it's just yeah. me trying to send the send the ladder down for another kid to see his way out of you know poverty and 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 disadvantaged situations so for me the driving force was that i want to add value to myself to 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 people like me to to anyone else that could potentially see their life move forward
0: yeah and and one thing that i guess most of us are not well informed about is the fact that uh, most corporate um Uh, places do have funds that are there for for such initiatives but they won't be going out there asking every single employee hey do you know where we could put this money on because they have those social responsibility initiatives that they have to do in your experience then would you say um are they underutilized are they exclusive to a certain people or how did you find out about them or you just knocked on doors until they opened
1: i'll answer this in two ways one is that they they are underutilized because they, you know, charity stems from the heart, right? And these are businesses, corporate institutions, and I'm talking uh, big institutions who cover billions of euros in in assets under management. So their key focus is usually on the business side. So the Mm. charity diversity, inclusion aspect is not as much keen taken for by the heads, but on a on a surface level, you know, we we are people of color working in these companies. We come from different environments. So we have to instigate the change within the business. Mm-hmm. And then when you like go, you have to say you have to knock on doors because you know you'll never know until you ask. In any situation, you'll you'll just never know until you ask. What I what I did and from the very first go I I started to do it for the kids was knock on doors, you know now i'm I'm working for example with my fiance on this, and we're knocking on various doors outer house um we call them outer house in german, but they' called car dealerships in 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 standard english approaching car dealerships, approaching um you know local food markets, approaching businesses uh, approaching renewable energy companies for solar in the eastern cape you know we we're knocking on all different types of doors. Approaching toy companies for kids because my projection is that I have to try everywhere from Morgan Stanley right up to River and River's like a local you know grocery store right. shop right lab yeah. you know mm. you have to try because if you do not, there's someone there who will understand your message, and if you do not you you deprive yourself, you deprive the work you would like to do for the opportunity to 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 get that done, and I think that for me has been the resounding message i've even shared to the companies that you know it's not for me it's not it's not for personal gain it's i don't want anything out of this it's for the kids Mm. it's for kids like me who if i had better opportunities or better um tools in my life the guidance would have came through you know and i think that's for me is the resounding message it's for the kids and companies are buying into that because they understand the 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 inclusion aspect of it, or the partnership relationship, to do do it for the kids.
0: So, so in in this aspect, and knowing exactly, like um, like the school that you 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 recently then visited that you went to, I know that you then um made like videos and documentation of the work that you did there when you went to go give them um the 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 uniform. But on the other hand, something that I sometimes see and think about is the fact that after the work has been done and the funds have been used, sometimes what is, the help that has been offered to, to these places ends up just being on the other side, just a picture on a flyer. And how do you make sure that even though the people have been helped, how do you make sure that the companies here still maintain their dignity and don't show them in a way that they were so poor and not not in a way that they were normal like c- citizens that that deserve to be shown in a dignified way? Because sometimes these flyers of ngos that come from this side going home they sometimes just make sure that look we help the poorest of people meanwhile people just need opportunities and a little bit of help and they're not shown in a very dignified how do you balance those two things it's 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 inclusion
1: right it's i mean in in, in at, at do it for the kids our focus is to corporate partnerships with with the companies volunteer with us to take them to the initiatives you know to take some employees to the initiatives to volunteer with us to for them to get an understanding of what we do mm. right and i think in terms of donating we've shied away from donating with funds money we mm-hmm. donate with programs you know i'll make an example with our current um the, the our latest and our current project our latest project being the the um, donating school uniforms again to to banana lubisi primary school in the eastern cape the company itself, we got the employees to donate, as opposed to the business itself. You know, because the employees themselves get an understanding of why they're doing this. You know, how it how it affects. What is the spring roll effect of the child having a school uniform? You know, mm. and it, it's much more than personal to the people doing that. On our current initiative, we raising funds for a school garden for the school because you know, bata ngati and it, it's so impoverished that, you know, not only all the kids can get a meal. So what we're doing now, we're trying to build a garden for the school. And that garden is going to have the kids working on the garden to understand the ecosystem and be able to feed themselves from the garden. Mm-hmm. And also have the employees of the company, Altar Bishop, which we're partnering with, to go there. We, we're calling our friends, you, me, to, to donate, to come with. Because the point of this is inclusion, it's everyone you know laying a hand to make sure children have a better future, so that's our direction to 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 further the program, not just donate, we'll send your money, we'll pay, and then everything will be good. but my son in song, the must saying now as a company, as a friend of mine, as a friend of do it for the kids. As a child who who's looking, who's benefiting from the, the, the program of Do It For The Kids, let's all do it together. So that's been our, our sort of strategy to, to bind everyone together, not just make it about a financial donation.
0: Yeah, and I guess in that sense, it creates the whole... Um or maybe it it already solves that that whole problem of maybe like a, a European organization or funded program comes through and provides all the solutions to problems that they haven 't lived through before. Meanwhile, if you do it like this and it's involvement in what is already there and it 's like, cool, this is what we want to do. What is your contribution? It helps the people help themselves, which is far better than here solutions. If we walk away from here and leave you mid project you wouldn't be able to help yourself without us it creates the sustainability of these programs would you say exactly exactly and that's the focus
1: i mean one of our fun ideas right as do it for the kids we've got a birthday um donation so essentially on your birthday you donate to a child who shares a birthday with you you donate a goat and a chicken right why a goat and a chicken it's it's humor but you know goat milk could sustain the child's life you know a goat could raise, you know, the, the, the livestock within their family, you know, chickens that's eggs for, for daily eating, you know, but that's also learning how to farm within the mm. same aspect. So it creates an inclusion. Goat and a chicken to a European is probably what fifty to eighty euros for those for those things. But to a child, it's a lifelong lesson. But also after that, it's a meal, it's 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 a relationship with you because you will get to witness the, the progression of the child and the, the the goat or the chicken you know so yeah. it's to establish partnerships and, and relationships within people who have and people who do not have you know not to say hey here here's some old shoes i'm giving you i don't wear them anymore but here's something that will impact your life for a very
0: long time true and and i really find it a uh, useful in a sense that you like we could get people to 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 fund things, but at, in most cases, some of the funds don't reach the people, or they get misused, or they they end before a child finishes school, and then they are, they find themselves in even in a worse situation where they thought, okay, I could find this help for the rest of my um, schooling life, but then it cuts in the middle. So like this, you make sure that they know what they get is something that they could use for a longer time, and. That's what these initiatives are supposed to do, make sure that people can really take themselves to the next level.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, it, that, that, that's the focus, right? That's the focus because there's a lot of us as South Africans who come from these environments, who sit in corporate companies or non-corporate companies. You're an athlete, you, you, you're you doing shifts here and there. You know, by, by, by looking to give back, you add value to the company, to yourself, you know, you can partner up with us you could open your own organization but the point of is that you know give back to to yourself mm-hmm. to to people like you to the organization you work for at value and from there on you know things become better for 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 children for for yourself and also you you get a, re, a reput- reputation within the business you work for
0: a culture here that is even like supported by the state itself is the culture of of volunteering like I won't say it is mandatory, but it has replaced having to go do military service after finishing your school, which is something that I feel like is missing on our side because not everyone is going to finish school and go to university and not everyone who finished school and didn't go to university can be an asset to their own community. So like what I wanted to ask is, like you mentioned that the, the kids who are also in uh, benefiting from this program also get to, to to volunteer their time and work and learn more about the project in, in what sense are you involved in them and how can we try and call out more people to contribute time if they don't have resources? Of, of course, Abana
1: Indeo Volinderisha is always seen as a, a non-financial contribution, mm. right, to, to anything. For the children, you know, who, for the kids who are part of the Do It For The Kids you know, um, let's say foundation. For them, it, it encompasses them to be young leaders, to be aware of environments that they come from and that they in, you know, and once you empower someone with not just rules, but with the responsibility that, you know, I've got to look after myself and I've got to look after my parents um. It, it, it gives them the, that role that, okay, I can continue being someone who's doing the positive things and who's creating positive platforms in my life. On the other hand, on, on adults who, you know, on, on friends, on, on, on businesses, on me and you who are thinking or have not thought about volunteering, I think that the, the benefit, the key key aspect of giving back to anyone is, mm. you know, not and here in germany it's done quite well that people can afford to go to south africa for six months and go volunteer we'll do it for the kids right but it's a call upon south africans you know we do have time to make time for these things wherever you are to volunteer to to teach kids the skills that you have it could be using a word document it could be learning exile in your spare time in december it only takes you two hours an hour to teach children a simple skill that would benefit them it could be podcasting yeah. you know you're teaching kids it's an hour of your time which it's just an hour of your time do you know? So that's volunteering. It, it you you can partner up with organizations, like do it for the kids and many others, but on a personal aspect, you could also volunteer to, to, to add value to where you come from. You mm. know? And that for me is how I see volunteering. It's when for And that that's where it stems from.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I hope that this message is not uh, falling on deaf ears and that People consider, hey, what am I good at? What do I do without having to to go out of my way that I can teach the next person? And I mean, I have tried out recruiting people and finding people who would like to do podcasting. Uh, what I found, as I said, what I've found, I found, I found that sometimes when you're like, okay, cool, let's do this with people and you don't involve, um, it's, it's a free activity, especially if it's for people who are already privileged and can, do, can, can afford to pay stuff. They sometimes don't show up because I, there was a year where I also provided like, um, free work, online workouts when people were in lockdown. But that is already for privileged people, the fact that it was online. But I could consider really the thing of when I'm at home, what can I do with the time at home? I know my school. I used to visit my school every time I went home. I stopped over a while. But it was one of those things where it's like, hey, if they see me and I tell them where I live, even if they don't know what I do, knowing that, oh, we know one person who lives abroad that looks like us, that comes from here, it changes mindset. And that is a contribution in some sort.
1: Injala, injala, injala. I mean, I was even speaking to, you know, a friend of mine and thinking about it, that it's, it's a silly example, but yoga, elokshin, you know, stretching is a basic thing. It's it's what Everyone deserves yoga. You know, it's a basic thing. And she was like, Yeah, but I don't have time for that. And I said, You know what? I will do it because I love stretching. I love doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it, it, it's to say that you've got to do something, especially when, you, when the skill comes naturally to you. You know, you, you've got to share that. Because by doing that, you, you don't only empower yourself, you empower others, you know? Mm, mm. It, 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 it's, it's your light that, that shines. It's not your darkness. It's not the things you hold on to. It's the things that you actually share for others. Whether they are recipient of it or not, it's your act that's important. And I think that's what people, we all need to, you know, understand on volunteering because you will volunteer with your heart. Buck, pork, band, of course that happens you know but that should not stop you because it's a matter of the heart you know True. like love like laughing like happiness it's a matter of your heart so it's it, it, i also encourage others to say if you have any skill and you're listening to this and it comes naturally to you you know find a lighty share it with him because that it, it, it encompasses your light
0: when you when you mention it now um like that like people should find things that they love and share that to begin with it it makes me think of you as a person. You're not just an, a person who's involved in NGOs. You're some, so you're a person who's who's working in corporate, who also has a big, big, big contribution in the in the rugby community of of this country. Mm-hmm. And how do you find that that balance then to to know that okay, I'm going to divide my time equally or in a way that makes sense that I don't slack at work, I don't slack at rugby, and I still make sure that I push the other things that I'm also passionate about. <laughs>
1: You know, I could say, to be honest with you, this is me just, you know, being very honest. I I categorize myself as a high-performance individual. It, it's how I see myself. It's how I live my life. I, I, I don't do one thing at a time. I am capable of, of pushing myself to do various things with my time. That means I've got a, a full-time job. I'm in real estate. I'm a... Um, a you know, an executive headhunter in real estate, you know, I focus on that. That's my passion. That's what I do. I love real estate. But on the other hand, you know, God's given me a talent to play rugby, right? And I grew up in a rugby from Elokshini, from Islalini. I've played it everywhere and I've now I play it in Germany. You know, I lead a team and I'm constantly training and playing every single day of my life but it it it's became a lifestyle to me to to, mm. to be high performing you know to to go to work to hit my numbers to do really well to go to rugby to make my make sure my team is always doing well you know on a personal level you know to 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 deal with my family as well it's it's, it's an encompassing you've got to teach yourself the ability that i can do it all you know because you don't you don't you, you don't make time for things you love you find time for things you love and that for me has been the the, the main thing an example of this with my corporate company on initial basis i discussed that look my, for me after work i go play rugby so that means sometimes i have to leave at 5 30 even though work finishes at 6 or 6 30 i can make an arrangement with you guys and come earlier in at 7 7 30 and we start, for example, the work starts at 9, I'm there at 7, 7.30, to encompass the fact that I want to leave. Uh, and, and now it's been a norm at every company I go to. That's the open discussion. Same with rugby, right? I can play every single time, but when I can't and I'm traveling on business to, to, to other countries here in Germany, in Europe, I tell them in advance that, look, I might not be available during this time. So in essence, you, you, you push yourself to do things because, you know, doing one thing and being good at it is great but the ability to balance your life across different facets of it it expands also your thinking ability that i can do quite a lot of things with the time that i have and that
0: for me is the priority and i mean i've i've learned a lot from you playing the lighter version of the same spot and making sure that i grow grow in the ranks still make sure that i'm here for my family um I'm um, present when my family at home needs me. It's something that I've I've really made sure that I I also learn from you and I see that it's possible you can be a multifaceted person without having to, to 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 lack on on one of the aspects, and that's a, that's a good thing. And I hope that we we've, we've covered most of the things about the NGO, and then we'll make sure that we we tag along when when people need to um to be involved. But before we finish the show, we always have the set of uh, five questions at the end. Where, where I just try and find out uh, your mindset and find out how do you function as a person and how do you get to be this high-performing um, individual that you are. So it's just five questions. You can answer them as quick as possible, but if you need to expand on your answer, we do have the time for that as well. So the first question says, um, if you're failing to be consistent in your work or personal space, what other attribute to, uh, helps you get back on track?
1: Honestly, I'm going to be able to you know, it would be crazy to you guys, but every time I go home, the latini, these are Kalimba upon Fagapagani, these are my mga apa. Kako nzi man kung ano You know, the to bumiyama So okay, for me, that's a high priority thing. That when things get tough, and in Europe they really do, I take a moment, I pray, I look down. And another thing I always do is if I talk it out to a friend, to a parent of mine, you know, to anyone that I feel is close, my mentor, and I will always advise anyone if, if you're looking to be a high performance individual in your life, get yourself a mentor. Whoever it is, whether you pay for it or that it's for free, it's a big investment for your life. Get yourself a mentor because that will always be how do I, a crutch you can always use when things get tough?
0: Yes, that's a big one. That's a big one. So moving to our second uh, question, it says, can you give us your all-time favorite, what you're enjoying right now, and what is under your radar when it comes to books, podcasts, or documentaries? Books. I'll
1: start with books. Um, there's a book called Outlier. I think it's by um, Paolo, but it's called Outliers. That's the, the name of the book. It defines being an outlier. Have a look at it. Um, I, I I found that book very interesting in terms of you know when it comes to discipline and doing getting things done. Um, and another thing, it's 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 an old quote by Julius Cesar. Uh, Caesar. If if any of you guys know him, it says you know I'll either find a way or make one. And also do some research on that if you'd like. In any situation you deal with. You either find a way or you make one. Otherwise, you can sit and cry. It will not help. But if you find a way or you make one, somewhere along the line, you know, things will turn up for you. And then when you, when you talk of, of documentaries, I think what really moved me was the latest Kanye documentary. It really, mm-hmm. really moved me because it, it tied down to those two things I've just talked about. Being an outlier, when you realize you're an outlier, other forces cannot affect you because you're aware that you can either, you have two options. You're either going to, you know, do it or you're not, but you have to find a way around it. And that for me, when we talk documentaries, I'll use the latest one on Netflix with Kanye. I really found it very empowering because he did that. He realized he was an outlier in Chicago and he found a way or he made one in every obstacle he he dealt with, you know? And in terms of song, "Through the Wire" by Kanye West, though you know it explains the same thing. You know, I mean, he sang through wires of medical braces, so I use that as inspiration.
0: Yeah, and and we could have our opinions about Karen Kanye, but in exactly. terms of the influence he's had in our lives, I can testify. I'm one of those people who's followed everything and who's who's went went through his his um like who's seen the the documentary and realized that. We didn't know the full story, and we still don't. We still don't.
1: Mm-hmm. But I mean, that—that's the Kanye story is one for another day, but I think the impact of, of people like that in society, because we don't have Black men leaders who are at the core forefront of society pushing things without a narrative, you know. Mm-hmm. We're always associated with a narrative, and seeing someone like that, you know, it, it's empowering. It's really empowering for me regardless of what happens after that. But I think the key basis is that, you know, you, you, you've, got, you've got to realize who you are as an individual and then from there, you know, realize you will deal with obstacles and you've got two choices. You're either going to back out or you're going to go all in regardless.
0: Yeah, and I guess it's a nice segue for the next um, question, which is, if you have the opportunity to deliver a message to your future self, let's say 20 years from now, what would you want them to know about your current efforts? it would be it would be to say i think you know
1: i came this far not to come this far you know it, it might be an odd message to someone who's i mean i'm 30 who's 50 years old to say that but i i deal with a lot of obstacles in 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 being a black man in a white man's world you know i deal with a lot of obstacles but your your oppressor is your liberator you know And that for me is is is, is the future tense in saying that right now I did I I am who I am. I am facing a lot of the different things, the wins, the losses, the ups, the downs. But in fifty years time I would in sorry, in twenty years time, being aware of myself, it would be to say I went this far to not stop that far and I still am looking to strive to be a better person, to be a better black figure, if I could put it that way. You know, and the rest will will, will will tie in on the top. But the most important thing right now is to understand that when I look at the future self, I want to say I didn't stop at this level or doing this. You know, I really pushed myself to reach out, to be an example, to, you know, make a difference. And that for me is, is a is a big, big thing to be able to make a difference to who I am, where I'm from and people around me.
0: That's powerful stuff. And I think um, the next one always puts me on the spot. It says, if we could switch roles and you get to interview me, what one question would you ask me?
1: It's, 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 it's admiration as well because you admire people, right, in, in what they do. It, it, how, how do you do it being you know, being a prison father, being you know, living abroad, and, and, and also you know, trying to make the most out of your life? How, how, how do you balance that on, on your end?
0: Yeah, I, I, it's funny because I asked you this so that I can correlate and check. Okay, am I am I doing anything that's different? Because I know you live this side, you play rugby. So the 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 common grounds between us. I wanted to to cross check those ones. But basically, what what I think is important for me is the fact that I prioritize my family. There's times where if my daughter's sick and my wife needs to go to a workshop or to to, to university because she still studies. I'm willing to miss a, a a practice if it means I have to take care of my family. So family's now first. And there's a few things that I had to cut off where I was like, okay, cool. I think I prefer doing podcasting. So I'll do less, maybe hours at the gym where I work as well, just so I can squeeze in a few hours a week where I could do my podcasting. It's just really prioritizing. And I think by scaling down, I actually managed to scale up the type of uh, quality stuff that I do with my family, with my job, with my... I um, want my podcast and I think that has helped because trying to do everything even though you know you're drowning, it's it's worse than doing less and doing it at a very high level. So that has been my key for the last two, two and a half years to know that I don't wanna do I wanna do as many things as I can, but I also wanna do things that I can do good. Like if I feel like I'm I'm just doing this for the sake of numbers, then I have to cut it off and that has helped me in terms of being a better person, producing Quality stuff and making sure that my family knows when I'm there and I'm there presently. So, yeah, that, that's a good question. No, it's interesting. You need to, I'll,
1: t- I'll take that as a takeaway. You need to sometimes scale down in order to be able to prioritize and scale up.
0: Mm, that's mm. very
1: good to hear. No, that's, that's interesting.
0: And uh, the very last question says well, it basically says uh, finish this sentence. The reason I cannot quit is because
1: I'm not a quitter. <laughs> that's just a fact. Mama never raised no quitter, man. You know, I, I'm not a quitter. Um, I will lie to you. You know, so I don't make room for, for that. If I need to give up, I'll give up on something. But if I, I I I I don't quit. I'm not built for that, you know. And it's odd to say in my position as a as a loose forward in rugby, if anyone understands rugby, you mm-hmm. you should never be quitting anything those flanks don't quit you know (laughs) it comes from there man I I, to finish that sentence I I don't quit whatever it is I don't quit I'll give up when I know there's time to but quitting is not an option
0: I mean I think when it comes to this question I always get one of the like the best one-liners for from everyone so like I like how people really have different answers you think it's the same question and people say the same thing I've gotten so many and one day I'll compile like. collection of all of them because I've been inspired by some of them and they're just true to the person and I've been loving that. so yeah but thank you very much for joining me I like how we were very quick and decided to do this and we did it and we didn't overthink yeah when how and so forth so thank you very much for making time for me
1: also to me man I appreciate the opportunity I really really do because it's our stories and they need to be told and you've got people like you who are willing to to open up the platform for us to deliver the messages to others and for others to do the same and you know I want to encourage you to keep doing this because you know it, it lightens you know perspectives to, to, to others who are in South Africa who are here abroad perhaps struggling here and there to reach out to to connect and we can we can grow you know south africans abroad and 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 build relationships and connect and make sure it's much less argument
0: from your host dumelo beani thank you for tuning in and join us next week for another episode